Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Covering up my body and dreading the walk to the pool. But with the help of my personal Jenny consultant, Kathy, I lost 40 pounds and I gained confidence. Does anyone else remember those old 90s and early 2000s commercials about Jenny Craig? Two of their heavily featured spokeswomen were Valerie Bertinelli and Kirstie Alley. It felt like I saw those ads everywhere, honestly. The commercials were pretty standard, saying that you could lose weight while still eating the foods you love. Basically what any weight loss company promises. One of them, featuring Kirstie, is blunt, to put it mildly. Kirstie Alley. It's in regards to me being fat. She's on a phone calling 1800 Jenny 20, saying that she's calling in regards to being fat before she tells the camera, hey, you're chubby too. Let's lose weight together. She also gets way too excited over eating chicken fettuccine. But hey, dieting can, at times, feel like you have to give up all the unhealthy, delicious foods you love, right? Jenny Craig pushed the message that you can eat whatever you want and lose weight fast. At only $36 for six weeks plus the cost of food, too. Or in other ads, they'd say you could lose 20 pounds for $20, also plus the cost of food. Look, it doesn't take much to realize that, yeah, they were probably being a bit deceptive about these results. Exaggerating is practically the name of the game when it comes to supplements, weight loss, and products such as these. However, about a decade ago, it wasn't the FTC or FDA or whatever regulatory body you can imagine that came knocking on Jenny Craig's door. It was actually one of their biggest competitors, Weight Watchers. Reuters reported in 2010 that Weight Watchers sued Jenny Craig for allegedly lying when, in television commercials, Jenny Craig said that a major clinical trial proved their clients lost twice as much weight on average as those in the largest weight loss program, aka Weight Watchers. Apparently, Jenny Craig hadn't actually conducted any major clinical trials comparing the two companies and the studies they did cite were a decade old. Not exactly the most reliable of data here, Jenny Craig did have to end the campaign, but with headlines reading Slim Down Showdown, I don't feel like this was actually taken all that seriously by the public. From the outside looking in, these are two giant weight loss programs competing with one another. Of course, they're going to be at each other's throats. Despite medical news today stating that there's no evidence one is better than the other, articles frequently compare the two, breaking down everything from the menu options to their support to the prices. Maybe because of this competitive nature, that's why it's hard to take criticism seriously when it comes from a source like Weight Watchers, especially considering their own issues. Yet Weight Watchers wasn't wrong either. Jenny Craig has been deceptive over the years. Almost since they were founded, the company has had its fair share of problems from faulty products to marketing to employees being told to have a sex change in order to be promoted. Yeah, it gets that upsetting. So is Jenny Craig really all that effective in the long haul or are they willing to slap any claim on an ad to entice you into buying their products? And as for their company culture, just how toxic is it? Let's find out today on The Corporate Casket. I gained 45 pounds, and after she was born, I looked in the mirror and I said, you've got to do something about this. 
Well, losing weight is hard. There is no doubt about it. Dr. Pamela Peake is the chair of the Adults program, which is completely scientifically based, um, and actually is the very first time in history that a major giant. Your one day is closer than you think. One day, I will fit into that dress. One day, I will play soccer with Hello, everyone, son. and welcome to the Corporate Casket. Today, we're talking about Jenny Craig, the popular weight loss program. Like many companies we've talked about, they sure seem to have started with good intentions. While working out in the 60s, Jenny Craig, the person, learned more about health and wellness and decided to start her own gym. In 1983, she and her husband opened the first Jenny Craig Weight Loss Center. The frozen dinners came a couple years later, and the rest is history. I lost 100 pounds. Jenny Craig is the best place to do it. I feel like I just came out of high school. It's great. I would recommend Jenny Craig. For the most part, Jenny herself has offered some pretty solid advice on weight loss and being active too. In interviews, she stressed that she wanted her meals to be convenient for people so that they can focus on enjoying the food instead of all the prep that goes into it, as well as focusing on moving their bodies. She insists that just walking, whether it be walking up the stairs to your office, an early morning or late night walk, or even just parking further away from stores so you have to walk to get inside, can be extremely beneficial to people that need to get into those healthy habits. I honestly don't disagree with her, but as solid as these principles might seem on the surface, it didn't take all that long for Jenny Craig to find itself in seriously hot water pretty early on. In 1994, a class action lawsuit claimed that their products caused gallbladder disease. About 360,000 clients filed this after having taken the products between 1987 and 1990. Effectively, only two to three years after Jenny Craig started offering their frozen line, customers had issues. Not off to a great start. According to the FTC, this can happen when you're not eating the proper amount of calories, as Jenny Craig may have customers do in order to lose weight more rapidly. Not necessarily in a healthy long-term way, no. They just wanted their customers to shed pounds as quickly as possible, allegedly. They failed to disclose the potential health risks that come from this, such as, you guessed it, gallbladder disease. So sure, you'll lose weight fast, but enjoy all the dangers that come from that. But hey, at least you'll make for a great testimonial, right? On the surface, it looked as if Jenny Craig was actually punished pretty harshly for this one. They had to pay $10 million and give away $36 million worth of merchandise, making their penalty for this case a whopping 46 million in total. Sounds impressive, sounds like, Finally, a company with shady business practices is gonna pay. The thing is, Jenny Craig really didn't have to pay that much at all when you think about it. In fact, industry analyst Ronald Rotter said that they could actually benefit from the settlement. Firstly, their food has a giant markup on it, more than 50% on their food products. Remember that commercial we mentioned earlier, how it's only $36 for six weeks or some low weekly fee to attend meetings? Their money is in their pre-packaged foods. So this $36 million worth of products aren't necessarily costing them $36 million to make. Plus, companies as big as Jenny Craig also have insurance and Jenny Craig's insurance paid six out of the $10 million cash settlement. And the company had about $40 million in liquidity at that time without any long-term debts. Okay, so the fine really wasn't that big of a deal, a dent in their pocket, but how could the settlement help them? Think of it this way they ended up having to make $36 million worth of coupons, right? Well, companies give out coupons all the time. They're essentially free samples that entice you to try their product and eventually buy more. 
Jenny Craig may have given out more free samples than they cared to do. But in my opinion, this was practically nothing more than a giant expensive form of marketing they were required to partake in. New memberships were down 43% from the previous year. So honestly, this may have been a good thing for Jenny Craig. I'll stress the may have been aspect because I really can't say the impact this one consequence had. It definitely didn't seem to do much in the long run as the company continued to struggle with declining sales into the late 90s. Of course, this sure as hell wasn't helped by the fact that in 1997, they once again were found to have a dangerous ingredient in their products. This time it was a drug sold as Fenfen, which could damage heart valves. According to encyclopedia.com, the company had been using physicians outside its organization to write prescriptions for Fenfen and had incorporated the drug into the weight loss program. So much for being healthy just by diet and exercise, right? I'm sorry, but I find it so hypocritical and so beyond irritating when founders of these weight loss companies act like anyone can lose weight if they just have the right mindset and then they're actually pushing weight loss drugs into their programs. I'm not saying Jenny Craig herself knew about this, but it seemed to be part of the company culture for a time. All the while, their ads sure as hell never mentioned it. Just eat our food and you'll lose weight. But bullshit. Unsurprisingly, these are far from the only issues Jenny Craig has had over the years. About this time, Jenny Craig found themselves at the center of another controversy, discrimination. Well, now, wait a minute, we all know who Jenny Craig is, but come clean, did you ever have a weight problem? Yes, I did, Dick. Uh, when I was pregnant for my second daughter, I gained 45 pounds. And after she was born, I looked in the mirror and I said, you've got to do something. This time this. it was a drug sold so as Fenfen, which could damage heart valves. According to encyclopedia.com, the company had been using physicians outside its organization to write prescriptions for Fenfen and had incorporated the drug into the weight loss program. So much for being healthy just by diet and exercise, right? I'm sorry, but I find it so hypocritical and so beyond irritating when founders of these weight loss companies act like anyone can lose weight if they just have the right mindset and then they're actually pushing weight loss drugs into their programs. I'm not saying Jenny Craig herself knew about this, but it seemed to be part of the company culture for a time. All the while, their ads sure as hell never mentioned it. Just eat our food and you'll lose weight, but bullshit. Unsurprisingly, these are far from the only issues Jenny Craig has had over the years. About this time, Jenny Craig found themselves at the center of another controversy, discrimination. AP News reported in 1994, quote, Eight men have filed claims against Jenny Craig Inc. saying women coworkers sexually harassed them by commenting about tight buns and suggesting that a man had to wear a bra or undergo a sex change to get promoted, end quote. I'm sorry, but what the absolute fuck? Gender bias and sexual harassment are never okay, no matter who's doing it and who's the victim and regardless of the gender of the victim, claims need to be investigated. Yet it seems like these men's accusations weren't taken all that seriously because it was literally just called female talk and girl talk. Again, that's an absolute bullshit excuse. We shouldn't use, oh, it's just boy locker room talk as a reason for sexual assault and disgusting comments made toward women. And that absolutely goes the other way too. Telling male employees, especially subordinates, that you dream about seeing them naked isn't girl talk. Former employee Tracy Tinkom said he was told that literally the only way he could get promoted was to quote, have a sex change or wear a push-up bra, end quote. This is so beyond disgusting and infuriating to me. Jenny Craig was, and still seems to be, a company that targets women in its advertising and products, but that's absolutely no reason for this kind of behavior. 
When women enter male-dominated industries, they often face sexism and sexual harassment. In this case, it seems the reverse is true too. Despite record sales numbers, Tinkum was turned down for promotions, there was pay discrimination, and if he had a bad day, he was told that he must be having his period. Other workers said they were seemingly demoted for no apparent reason, asked to repair the cars of higher ups, had requests denied for training that others in their position received and were given unrealistically high sales expectations. As I didn't find a definitive answer or resolution to this settlement, I have to believe it was likely settled out of court. I'm not entirely sure, but that typically seems to be the case when the conclusion to a lawsuit of this nature just isn't discussed. But this isn't the only bias Jenny Craig has been accused of either. You'd hope that after such disgusting allegations, Jenny Craig would watch what goes on at their company. But in 2010, they were accused of being biased once again, this time against overweight people. Courthouse News Service quoted an ex-manager as stating only the prettiest and thinnest employees were allowed to work in Manhattan, end quote. Apparently, back in the late 90s, weight didn't matter to Jenny Craig's hiring managers. However, once Jim Evans became CEO, Things changed, and he said that a weight loss company shouldn't have overweight employees. Word allegedly came down from the top when he was in charge. Heavy employees must lose weight or there would be no place for them at Jenny Craig. But it gets even worse. The employee that spoke to Courthouse News, Pauline Thomas, also had issues with an employee, Michelle Dawson, who transferred to her New Jersey outlet from Manhattan for not being brand image. Apparently, Thomas wanted to hire a well-qualified male employee. And Dawson replied by illegally taping conversations. Dawson then turned these conversations in to Jenny Craig and got Thomas fired for quote, negative comments, though the company refused to tell Thomas what those comments were. Nor did they discipline Dawson for the illegal recordings. Thomas accuses the company of firing her just for bringing on a male employee, which, given everything we heard above, sounds pretty damn believable to me. First of all, this is discrimination, plain and simple. You can't not hire someone perfectly capable of doing their job because they don't fit your narrow window of a brand image. That's messed up in and of itself. But secondly, this shows that Jenny Craig doesn't really care about helping people, at least in my opinion. They could have used this opportunity to hire people of all shapes and sizes to be brand ambassadors and help their customers. If the company was truly about health, then they should want to hire employees who are trying to lose weight. That can vouch for the products helping them instead of mandating existing employees do so and barring overweight people from even being considered. We're not even at the turn of the millennia yet. And already Jenny Craig has dangerous products and serious accusations of discrimination. Great. Now it's time to get into their advertising because as it turns out, Weight Watchers weren't the only ones that took issue with that. One eight hundred nine four Jenny today and lose twenty pounds for twenty dollars. Jenny Craig. You won't Long before Weight Watchers called out Jenny Craig for unsubstantiated claims in their advertising, the FTC did. Back in nineteen ninety eight, they filed a complaint detailing everything wrong with the Jenny Craig program, from their success claims to the way they didn't disclose risks associated with rapid weight loss. In their commercials, Jenny Craig would also say things like, lose all the weight you want for just $49, which let's be honest, that's simply not the case. Their food costs money too. And while Jenny Craig may be talking about a service fee, you can't toss around statements like this. The thing is, as shady or questionable as some of the statements they made are, I can't be that mad at Jenny Craig here for one simple reason. They asked for standards to be implemented in the diet industry. 
Years prior, the FTC was continually investigating the advertising and promotional practices within the diet industry. More and more frequently, this garnered negative publicity cases of yo-yo dieting were reported, and companies like Jenny Craig found their reputation tarnished by these accusations. Consumers learned that this yo-yo dieting could be detrimental to their health, and while this is absolutely a good thing, the FTC didn't seem keen on stopping this from recurring. Jenny Craig, Weight Watchers, Nutrisystem, Diet Center, and Physicians Weight Loss Center all petitioned for a set of standard advertising rules and were subsequently denied. The thing is, do I believe that the FTC should have stopped their investigation or that these diet companies should have been off the hook for their claims? No, absolutely not. They should be held accountable because unsubstantiated claims are unsubstantiated claims. It's as simple as that. But at the same time, a set guideline sounds like a good thing especially with the rate that the diet industry has grown over the decades. Plus, this is just my opinion, but if there is a set of rules or standards for these companies to follow, wouldn't it be easier to hold them accountable? Again, I could be wrong. So take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. But if weight loss industries were more regulated from the onset, I feel like it would be easier to point out what rules are being broken, as opposed to doing so after the fact. Like this is exactly what ended up happening in 2006. Once again, Jenny Craig, along with Weight Watchers, faced litigation from the FTC over deceptive advertising. In response, the FTC said that they wanted to place both companies under certain requirements that would ensure they don't mislead consumers in the future. I'm sorry, but why the hell did it take the FTC 13 years to do this? Today, Jenny Craig is supposed to make clear, prominent disclosures like the statement, quote, for many dieters, weight loss is temporary and back up any claims about their product with, you know, actual data. Imagine that. To some extent, yeah, Jenny Craig should have known to do this from the start. The FTC shouldn't have to tell a company, hey, don't make unproven claims. That's basic standards of advertising rule number one. At the same time though, I find it pretty hard to go after these companies full force when the FTC sure as hell didn't seem keen on doing so years sooner. Fairly recently, in 2018, they've been accused of doing virtually the same thing in Australia, promising that you could lose 10 kilos for $10 using their program. Sure, that might be the program fee, but in order to actually lose the weight how Jenny Craig suggests, by eating their foods, you're going to spend much more than that. One of the women featured in their online testimonials was also a Jenny Craig employee. While that's not to say that an employee can't lose weight with their services, it does feel pretty disingenuous to act as if the people featured in their commercials are random members. Their website also still has some pretty bold claims on it, at least in my opinion. If you scroll down on their About Us page, they offer a max program that says you can lose 18 pounds and five inches off your waist in just a month through their incorporation of intermittent fasting. I also feel like the study they provide for evidence of this is pretty weak. Yeah, it shows that it's possible to lose five inches around your waist in a month, but there's very little information in the study linked. What was eaten, how many calories, how much exercise was done, how long did this diet last, etc. Sure, you can lose 18 pounds in five inches, but the question, can you keep it off and are their methods healthy remain unanswered in the evidence they provide? Let's take a look at some other studies then and see if we can determine how effective Jenny Craig truly is. 
Kicking off the new year, are you looking to automate those tedious tasks in your business, like order fulfillment, to really focus on growth and sales? That's where ShipStation comes in. It doesn't matter if you're shipping from your house or a warehouse, ShipStation can help increase your profitability. And you can save time automating your shipping and returns in the ShipStation dashboard, whether that's on your computer or on your phone with their app. And you can get industry-leading carrier discounts while your orders keep rolling in. And ShipStation is incredibly easy to use. You pop in your information for whatever platform you're using, whether you're selling on or like through Shopify, Etsy, Amazon, eBay, wherever you are, ShipStation can help you out. And once you get it set up, you can sync your orders in. So every time you get an order, it pops up in your ShipStation dashboard, and then you can automate how fast you're shipping, what carrier you're shipping with, and you'll know the prices of everything before you hit that buy button. It's a really quick setup, and if you use my code, you can get a free trial. And now is the time to try out ShipStation if you've been on the fence. You can get discounts up to 89% off of USPS and UPS rates. Over 130,000 other companies have grown their e-commerce businesses with ShipStation, and 98% of companies that stick with ShipStation for a year become customers for life. So set up your business for success with ShipStation. Go to ShipStation.com and use code CASKET today and sign up for your free 30-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, use code CASKET, and you'll get a free 30-day trial. I took a look at a few different studies and articles to see if Jenny Craig actually works. Health.us News broke down how effective Jenny Craig was in terms of short-term weight loss, and it seems the study they published on their website does have some merit to it. They were also the most effective long-term when compared to Weight Watchers, Nutrisystem, and Metafast. And their negative reviews can be largely attributed to the cost of the program. Very Well Fit has the same complaints, citing expense and processed foods that may be high in sodium as the biggest downsides. On the other hand, CNET has spoken with nutrition experts that say, quote, short-term commercial weight loss programs can offer various reasonably sound nutritious meals if that is all someone is looking for, but of course, for a hefty price tag. Truthfully, I'm pleasantly surprised at how effective they do seem to be, but it seems like you're buying into the promises when you purchase these programs. Someone could potentially recreate these meals for cheaper and long-term. Nutritionists say that Jenny Craig derails efforts to keep it off. Remember what Jenny Craig herself said earlier in that Medium article. She mentioned that one of the reasons her company found such massive success is because it was all about convenience. That's what Jenny Craig set out to do, make it easy to lose weight. It's as simple as purchasing their meals, heating them up and sticking to that plan. This can work for some people, absolutely. And I don't wanna discount anyone's positive experience with these kinds of programs. However, there are a few reasons it doesn't always seem to work in the long-term. For one, you aren't necessarily going to learn about food this way. Jenny Craig also has previous members as coaches, according to Healthline, as opposed to actual nutritionist experts. Therefore, the advice you're getting is from Jenny Craig and their expertise time and time again without actually talking to a professional. Personally, I feel like this can cause a cycle or that yo-yo dieting as we heard earlier. Sure, while on Jenny Craig, you're used to their convenience and program, but the moment you leave it and try to go off on your own, you might not have the knowledge to do so. Hopefully a registered dietitian is going to help you get long-term results and advice on how to prepare your own food and what your body needs, as opposed to a former Jenny Craig member that pushed frozen meals. In recent years, given how much they pushed weight loss as opposed to true health, Jenny Craig definitely hasn't been the titan of industry that they used to be. 
Valerie Bertinelli has even been criticized recently when she spoke up against body shaming and said that she was learning to love her body with one Twitter user telling her, quote, you spent decades telling the rest of us to get thin shilled weight loss shakes, potions and snake oil, and now wanna be a body shaming warrior? You don't get to be a victim when you helped create the problem. Grow up if you can't take the heat. Personally, I don't think it's on Valerie for Jenny Craig's advertising, but I can appreciate her response in which she recognizes that, yeah, she was buying into the diet industry for a very long time and she became part of the problem. Perhaps even one of the prominent faces of it, given her close ties to the company. Jenny Craig, Weight Watchers, and so many others like them have, in my opinion, really stressed the importance of weight loss without creating a discussion around nutrition, and what healthy long-term weight loss looks like. It's a matter of shed those pounds as quick as possible so you look good in a bikini for them, which as we've seen, can lead to a whole host of complications. I'm sorry, but I'd just rather learn to take care of my body if I'm going to spend that much on a dieting program. All in all, is Jenny Craig the worst dieting program out there? No, not by any means. They're more effective at helping people lose weight than quite a few other programs, though keeping it off seems to be a bit more of a gray area. Their advertising has been questionable and their company culture, judging from past lawsuits, was abysmal. While they're not at all the worst, I find it interesting to see how dieting and weight loss have changed over the years and how we can view them in a different lens. Today, the more we understand about long-term health goals. Kirstie Alley saying she's not circus fat, she just wants to lose 20 pounds in their commercials, just isn't it? Rethinking the way we market health is important and frankly, I'm happy to leave a lot of aspects to Jenny Craig in the past where it belongs. She joins us now to talk more about the struggle that many of us share. Hi, how are you? Hey, how are you doing? Good, good. I gotta start out with a hard question. Why is it so hard to lose weight? Oh my gosh, it's the $60,000 billion question. <laughs>